We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the True Faith Podcast. We're talking to you after Newcastle's unexpected and disappointing defeat the Blackburn Rovers at home. Uh, I'm Alex Hurst, joined by Ben and Sai, sitting us outdoors in the Hancock because they won't let me upstairs, bastards, uh, where it's quiet, despite there being no one there. Uh, so we're back outside. So, yeah, Newcastle were beaten. First of all, though, massive news. Um, got well, oh, sorry, Ben. <laughs> Gallagher Flags, um, we are holding a quiz next Tuesday, the 6th of December at Nine Bar. It's only £5 of tickets plus 90p booking fee. All of the money goes to Gallagher Flags for Surfer Flags. Please come if you like our quizzes. Obviously, I'll be heavily involved in the quiz. When our special guest, Martin Hardy, is already um, committed to doing one of the rounds about the 95-96 season. There are a huge number of prizes available. There really are. There's, it's well worth coming. Only 200 tickets, of which about 40 have been sold already. I'll post the link on our Twitter, on Gallagher Flags Twitter, and on the um, fucking description of this podcast. There is also massive news. A huge guest from the club, from Newcastle, uh, is coming along to the quiz. You'll want to see this person. A huge guest. Huge guest. I can't see who it is, though. John Carver? It's not John Carver, Ben. Oh, yeah, but it's going to be some gag, isn't it? Um... Who's, uh, who's desperate enough to come? Who, uh, <laughs> who's out of work at the moment? Paul? He's usually... Yeah, uh, Paul Thomas. Paul Thomas makes up the numbers. He'll, he'll have been Is there, it Paul Thomas? Thomas? It's not Paul Thomas. Yeah. Quicker than this. Uh, <laughs> a, massive, a massive name. It's a huge name of Newcastle United to come to the quiz, you, but I can't say. You've got to drop more after a text if you don't know. I couldn't say. You couldn't say. Couldn't All say. Right. Anyone else who you think it could be? Uh, Mitro. Everyone loves Mitro. No, it's not Midrich. No, definitely not. So, would it? Did you just say? Yeah. Well, I can't say if it's Rafa or not, but it's not. It's definitely not any of the people you've just said there. <laughs> but I definitely can't say if it's Rafa. So come along, please buy tickets. If you buy tickets through the, you know, through us as podcast listeners, we'll be absolutely delighted to see you. Right, lads, we got fucking beat by Blackburn at day one nil. I tell you who I thought. Oh, hang on. Hello, we're being joined now by Luke. Two seconds. So we've been joined by a uh, long-time podcast listener, Luke Anderson, if I'm allowed to say your name. Yes, of course you can. Um, so Luke, ask you a couple of questions and introduce you to the listeners. I'll ask you three main questions for Newcastle fans. You hold that. Okay, so number, number one, are you a se- oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, are you a season ticket holder? Yes, I am, yeah. And what stand do you sit in? Leaser's End. Leaser's End. How many Leaser's lo- East Corner. How many lucky points have you got? <laughs> Not a single point. Right, get out. <laughs> now, um, We'll start, we'll start with you. I thought Riviere was really poor. What do you think? Sorry, Mitrovic. <laughs> he was fucking hopeless. You probably got it right the first time when you called him Riviere. Like, um, 
well he was Riviera-esque I thought today um, I was pleased that he was starting because I was hoping that he was going to shine to be honest in uh, kind of Gale not being there giving him a chance he just his movement was absolutely non-existent and I thought he looked knackered after an hour and I was thinking to myself why is he knackered because he hasn't won a header or moved all game it was just it was one of those games that kind of showed the worst of Mitrovic which is disappointing because he's been on a run, bit of a goal scoring form, and I thought maybe he could have, could like I said, he could have shone with Gale not being there, and he just didn't take the chance, in my opinion. Um, he was, he was pony. He was shite. Um, <laughs> I'll have my say. I don't know if, any, if what you want to use, lads, want to stick up from. Well, but I, I agree with, um, with what Luke said there. We, 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 we do, we give him a hard time at times because. We, we think there's two Mitroviches. There's the Mitrovic we've had glimpses of this season, and then there's the Mitrovic we saw today, which is the one we saw the majority of last season, and it's the one that we think has let us down and isn't worth the 15 million that's been spent on him and isn't worthy of the of the kind of adulation he gets. He was fucking rubbish today. I'm not saying there's not a good player in there, but I think when he plays badly, he's, he deserves the criticism just as much as how easily he gets the praise I, when I'm he does I'm going to say there's not a good player in there. It's um, if you have to speak into the microphone. No, <laughs> was, was, people can't hear you. It wasn't necessarily wanting to be heard. I was just yeah, like, yeah. kind of agreeing, but voicing <laughs> it, like, you know. Um, I'll say this: there's not a good player in there. Um, he, he was so, he was so bad. Like I'm, I'm sick of this. So, so first of all, you've got Blackburn. Did what Blackburn and teams who want to beat Newcastle have to do, particularly at home. They pushed us and squeezed the middle of the pitch. They played a very high line, which you can only do when Mitrovic is starting. But that's yeah. fine. Mitrovic, he doesn't have the pace. That's fine. He, he can live with that. It's not even that it. It's not even that he doesn't win headers. He can't win every single header. It's the headers he he, he, he does win. There's no thought goes into it. Yeah. There's no attempts to bring a, a teammate into play. Now fucking Remy Cabela, yeah. aka Perez, behind him, just floating around doing absolutely nothing. Doesn't help the bloke. I think it's best when if you're knocking the ball up to Mitrovic. Um, it's it's like he flatters to win a header, he flatters to deceive in, in as much as that you expect him to win the header because that's what comes with Mitrovic. And when he when he doesn't win the header, it's generally because he's looking at the opposition and he's either oh, kind of yeah. with his arm. Yeah. When he actually does when he actually does win it, he doesn't win it via a header. He wins it via bringing the, the opposition player, allowing him to bring it down on yeah. the chest. And then you see the other bad part of him, which is either he should just lay it off, which he did maybe twice today. The other time. It's like bouncing up, and he's trying like like a flick around the corner or something. And he, he's not that type of player that can be kind of flary and creative. He just you should just play the basics. If he wins the ball, and he doesn't win it via a header, so you yeah. kind of well, you know what like, I you know what I find, hard, find yeah, yeah, agreeing with you. Why, why doesn't he just play like a proper centre forward? Why not get on the, the the shoulder of the defender? It's fucking Blackburn at home. If he's not faster than Blackburn's lump centre backs, we've got a problem. Start making runs down the channels like Gale does. Start doing your bending runs, staying on side, and that actually makes the back four of Blackburn move towards their own goal instead of pushing out, pushing I forward towards ours. I just don't think that's in his game. I yeah, think he's just he's, 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 he's too lazy as well. I don't know if you're going to mention that. To me, he looks as if half the time he's, he's just not interested in making those runs. He just wants a basic ball knocked up. He runs six yards, fannies about a bit with with a wrestling defender, and then that's it. Then the ball's away from you him. Know he what doesn't he is. have to run he's, into the corners. He's a centre back's dream. Yeah. Days like a day when, when the Blackburn centre backs woke up this morning, the, the perfect performance by an opposition centre forward would be someone who fell over every time he got touched, yeah. who um, can't win headers, who stood offside three times in the first half when yeah. long balls were played, and who generally made them play 
like looking forwards towards their own goal. You need a centre forward. I don't care if it's a bit of Rich Dunk, if it's Daryl Murphy, Dwight Gale, centre forwards. You need to make centre backs run back towards their own goal because they don't like it and they make mistakes. It's it's so frustrating and, and, and how much Rafa has to take responsibility we'll talk about. But another player I want to criticise because we may as well fucking get it out <laughs> off our chest. Um, ben, I'll come to you because you disagree. I thought Hayden was 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 shocking today and I made the point walking back with you lads the three home defeats this season the midfield two has been Shelby and Hayden now Colback apart from Fulham at home I don't think is, is, uh, he won every single game he was suspended today so it's a necessary change but first half and I'll, I'll bring Richie into this first half I thought those two were um, complacent I, I don't think it was a bad performance I think that the um, skewed or whatever fucking Rafa's advice I don't think that there's no way Rafa has told Matt Ritchie to move infield uh, alongside Alexander Mitrovic for that first half there's no way he's told Isaac Hayden to shadow John Joe Shelby I don't know I mean but the, the, both both wingers seem to be doing it um, <laughs> so who am, I, who am I slagging off here Hayden or uh, Ritchie <laughs> both defend nah. him if you want <laughs> now nah, I thought I think I just think you were a bit harsh on Hayden I think there was too much yeah I think you could say that about all the players everyone was complacent and nobody had a good game but I think they were let down by the, the forward players and as you say the wide players were, were too narrow they weren't looking for the ball like they, they, they didn't have any options when, when we got the ball to Shelby and Hayden off the centre-backs they were looking forward and Perez as you said was just floating around not really offering himself Mitrovic was nowhere to be seen and then and then you had basically Richie and Atu sort of, cut, sort of cutting inside and, and just basically marking themselves out of the game so it was meaning you didn't have the clear easy balls to them to, to get them to get the service into them so I think I just thought it was a bit, bit harsh to sort of sl- slag him off I think he was no worse than anyone else I, I thought he was competent he, he, they didn't really um, pose us any threat so I mean he's obviously in there to be the sort of the the, um, the, the anchor man is to stop them playing and I didn't think they they, they, they had one chance basically and they've, they've taken it um, yeah, I, I don't think Hayden was the reason we lost today I think Hayden coming in <laughs> I'm not saying it's all yeah, Isaac yeah. Hayden's fault <laughs> like you, you can play a shite and not take full responsibility Hayden for the defeat <laughs> I think Hayden Atsu Perez and Mitrovic all contributed and, and Richie has a kind of knock on effect they just—it was like watching us last season when we had five or six front players, all just floating around. Nobody had held their position. We had no shape. Whenever one of them got the ball, there was no obvious pass on because the other ones were just kind of not where you expect them to be. Mitrovic was wandering off to the left, wandering off to the right. At the same time, you had uh, Richie following him or Atu following him inside. Like we just had no shape, and I think Hayden was just a symptom of that as well. Callback and Shelby normally just know where to stand. One's kind of with the ball, the other's five or ten yards either side of him, ready for the pass. Then Hayden doesn't really play like that, so just. But he was better, he was better second half, shape. but I'd also say that second half, to me, at, at half time, Rafa says to me, he says, You fucking Richie, get on that wing, get in front of Yedlin, and let's stretch them. And you say, fucking Richie. <laughs> same to um, Atsu, although I, I disagree a little bit. I thought Atsu, I thought Atsu was all right. I think. For me, moving forwards, I think it's Atsu or Richie. I don't think Atsu's any good in the left wing. I think he's much better, the same as Richie, as a left footer on the right wing. Gufran starts most games. Yeah. He was rested today, I would say. I don't, then, and he tells um, Hayden, he says, get away from John Joe Shelby. You can't just follow him around the pitch. Yeah. Dropping balls off him, digging little balls off him to hit 60-yard passes. Shelby was, it was back in the Shelby of last season, where he's basically sitting alongside the centre-backs. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. Um, and then he was half notes to almost in left-back position, trying to ping... 60 yard balls over the top, and it's just everything. Well, that's that's so a lot of it. It's silly because. unbelievable balls. I mean, those little things, crosses that he was doing from a sort of deep position. And, and you know what happens? You've got, you've got Kieran Clark went up front, and you've got John Joe basically playing as the third centre back, yeah, second yeah. centre back alongside Paul. Well, actually, I'd rather that it was Kieran Clark lumping the ball up, and Shelby was in and around yeah. the box. You see Clark's unbelievable there? 
pass across the middle. I can't remember. It was in midway through the second half. Pinged a massive straight because I was right behind it, the Leeser's corner. Pinged like a like a 40-yard ball directly over that. So I was like, oh, a ball and a half. That like would. <laughs> That's pretty much uh, yeah, all I got. That sums up the point, though, doesn't it? We've got lost there amongst all the shite that's out there. That sums up what you said, doesn't it? We've got defenders who can do that, so yeah. we don't need Shelby sitting on the edge of our own box. Well, we I need think him it was in their half. The whole game, I think, uh, when you were going, going back to the point about Hayden, straight away the first half, I noticed that right, they're right on the wingers here and not giving the wingers any chance. So obviously it was then moved back in field. Shelby's dropping deeper. I think you were saying uh, Hayden was. Shadow and Shelby, but I didn't. Re- I didn't really. See, I mean, I might be wrong, but I didn't really see that. First time. I, 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 I saw Shelby dropping far too deep for it to be effectual, and Hayden just pretty much having an off game where, when he was getting the ball, Blackburn would bang on any of our midfielders. He had three men around him. I think sometimes as well, it got to be a scrappy affair where the referee could have helped. There was one where I thought Hayden had made a really good, good interception and challenge, and then the referee was like, "No, you've hold them. You've given a free kick." I, I thought the referee made it the scrap happier affair than they need to be in the middle as well. Not that I'm kind of saying that that was the reason we got beat over with that one. Just kind of looking for a reason that Blackburn did make enough points to make it a scrappy affair. Yeah. And I think we, we, we could have got a little bit more the run, run of the green with some of the with some of the decisions. But I mean, you're clutching at straws if you're going to kind of 50-50s with Hayden in the midfield <laughs> to why we're you know we we're, we're ineffectual and it was it was poor all round really from the start I think finish. as well the just I mean we've, we've managed to avoid it most of the season, but we seem complacent today. There's no real. Fight that, that game looked like an inconvenience to the whole yeah. team. It looked like well, it's Tuesday. Tuesday is what matters. Even though you'd think there's a players playing today who who wouldn't be playing Tuesday, yeah, they still played as, as if they were thinking yeah. about Tuesday. It's like the whole squad and I, and I include the management in this. The whole setup was thinking Tuesday because it's a big game. Yeah, big, it's, it's a big. We should win. We work where we're going. Are you going? Uh, no, I'm not good. Yeah. I'll, be, I'll be watching it um, on the beanbag. We've got tickets for that. Where, where we're going and, and we're kind of walked out of the ground and said, if we fucking win on Tuesday, no one will yeah, remember yeah, this, yeah, this yeah, game. Yeah. But, and because of that, I think that I think the players also knew that it was a free game today. I, I also think complacency is correct. I think a few of those players, Shelby especially first off, thought they could waltz up and, and, and win I mean, that they're, game. They're, they're, they're a bang average side too. Bang average is very kind. They yeah. were rubbish. No, I wouldn't. You know what I'll say for Blackburn is they were well organised. You can't come. No, you can't come and win at St James's Park unless you've got a plan. And they've executed that plan perfectly. Owen Coyle's the shit manager, and there's a lot of bad players there. But they executed the plan. If you remember, site as I've already reminded you, at half time I said we'll get BTA and we'll come to see from a set piece because I was so disillusioned with the first half. I said I can't see how we'll score. Having said that, though, we should have scored. Yeah. <laughs> Mystic, Mystic, Mystic Meg there, yeah. was it? Hayden's uh, missed a brilliant chance. Yeah, yeah. Hayden Richie's missed a great chance. Clark should score. Was, was worth a day like uh, worst, no, worst game for Newcastle. I think Sai always mentions on. Are you the guy who always says Matt Ritchie is a great football player? Yeah, that sounds Probably. like you. <laughs> and, and, and I don't disagree. Um, I think technically he's at home. great. At home. Um, he's good at home. But, well, today was poor. Well, yeah. we, we were just his saying. Touch was poor today. At, at Leeds, we, we kind of noticed we're, we're trying to think of a, a standout Matt Ritchie performance away from St James's Park. And we, just couldn't, kinda we couldn't think backs of one. Up his full back and yeah. does, does the basics. He didn't, he, he didn't even do that today. Uh, no, I, th- I thought he was poor today. So. I mean, Luke, I'll ask, you, I'll ask you, team selection-wise, if you made three changes in the back four, although you could argue that Yedlin, it's not really a change, he normally yeah. plays there, but yeah, certainly like the, the um, Gomez and 
Bamba. Bamba coming in. I thought Bamba looked like a player who hadn't played football for two months. Do you think he got it wrong, team selection-wise, or do you think, hang on, it's Blackburn at home, the manager should be able to put out that well-paid, expensive collection of individuals, and we should be able to at least get a fucking draw at home to Blackburn? Well, you use hindsight, aren't you? Kind of saying, well, he obviously got it wrong because we got beat. Um, I think everyone probably would have said it doesn't matter if he's made those changes, it still should be more than capable of beating Blackburn at home. I've seen, I haven't seen much from, from Hammers, and I thought he, he offered nothing going forward. He was, and he's slow, man. Just looked unfit. Yeah. Didn't look, didn't well, look much fit. Like as if he was kind of playing to take a chance on yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. And Bemba, you're always going to see, you're not really taking a chance. I think he's a great player. But like Alex is saying there, I thought he looked a little bit kind of off, off it today and uh, and a little bit nervous. Um, kind of as last, he felt as if he was coming back. I think his last team. game was Derby away. So it was a it's long a time ago. 10th of September that was. So. Well, Hayden's been on the team as well. There's, there's a few players there who looked rusty and because they haven't played much football in the last couple of months. I don't, know, I don't know think that before the game, anyone looked at that team and didn't think... You know that that's it should be that's, that's perfectly good. Well, yeah. It's it's not it's not a side you thought. Well, that's a bit experimental. That's that's a bit of a risk. No, no, it's not, not. But it looks now in hindsight like it was a bit of a risk. He sort of, he's put a team out that, as you say, is he's thinking about Tuesday. We can, we can give him that. We're I all thinking think, about Tuesday. I still think though that like I think Alex makes the, makes the point a lot on there. Kind of the way that we play, the way teams play against them. When we've got Gale, I think you could have made all those changes. Still played if you and if you still played Gale. I think the game would have been a different yeah, totally kind of fish just because, yeah. just because, like you always say, the way we play, the way they play against us. It wasn't until Gail came on; he only had five minutes. Well, about six minutes injury time. Yeah. Yes, it was offside, but it was that was the the, the most kind of clear cut chance we, we had we were, because he played on the. We on were buying in line with that, you know. And he wasn't offside. He no, wasn't no, off, no way well, he was offside. He saved it anyway. Yeah, right? yeah, but, um, was, but Mitt, you don't see Mitrovic making yeah. that run. He, he could, we could have played until kind of next week, and he wouldn't have made that run. So that, that's a big difference as well I think. The, the best games Mitrovic has had is where he's, he's performed the role of, of a forward, of a striker, not this target man that everyone seems to think he is but he clearly clearly isn't. He's crap as a target man he can't as well. If, if, if you look at Mitrovic and Perez as a pair, we, we laughed last season and said Mitrovic may as well not go the match when Mitrovic and Perez play up front, that was last season. Um, when, you look at, when you look at them now, they play it together they're the Cardiff game, they play it together Perez played the Ipswich game, Perez played the Leeds game and I'm struggling to think on those four full 90 minute games of football anything he did positive, apart from the goals against Ipswich but still yeah. apart from that listen he's a Perez in the box good player but he's, he's never in the box so I'm, I'm struggling to see how why he gets a game about and, and it's pretty ineffectual it's like in his defence he's, he's a striker we signed him as a forward he plays up front and when he plays up front he, he can get you a few goals he can't play number 10 and yet he keeps being given that chance I don't know why he can't come back into his own half and then get to the box with the ball he just can't do that yeah. he's not very good at passing he needs to be given the ball in the box as you say and he can do things I don't know, he's, he's kind of, I always think of him as a Chelsea-esque player, Chelsea seem to buy all these players where you think uh, an Arsenal as well, kind of good on the ball or nice kind of creative touches but um, but, but you, if you would struggle to sort of see where they fit into a kind of a, a traditional English team's make and uh, Perez is kind of one of those for us where I feel as if he is that, that style of player where he'll leave us about, he'll do things we're kind of looking for a position for him because it's not that obvious um, and I think what it all boils down to is just that either Perez isn't ready for Newcastle at the minute or we're not ready for him but either way it, it ain't working this season it really if you, if you look at um, players like Gufran 
Dummett, Kieran Clark, I'd say, um, Shelby as well, apart from the day. They've all got, and Gail, they've all got better under Rafa, whereas um, Perez has regressed massively, and that's worrying for me because you can't get better under this manager. And yeah. I think I think Ben said before, maybe he's just not cut out for the championship. But we're continuing to play him every week. But Ben, I want to come to you because not you're not set out in a while. Um, the like moving and looking looking ahead to Tuesday. Do you think that you know like this game was worth losing? Not that I'm saying it's a straight choice, but what do you say if we walk out of the KC on Tuesday night, three oh, 0 or whatever? Yeah. Do you, do you think it's like so? I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to be very long question here. <laughs> Are we now trying to win this cup? Oh, like, do you think okay. the cup has taken uh, priority yeah. over the not the league because obviously the league is most important, but with the with the nine point cup we had before yeah. today? Yeah. I think the situation we found ourselves in is allowed with that breathing room to say, right, we're, we're going to go sort of for the for the cup, focus everything on that plate. We've, we've been he, he's rotated players, which we said he's done a lot of times, but I think that is with the the mindset of playing. The likes of Gale, probably Diarmail coming for Perez, playing basically what we would consider was our strongest team on Tuesday. And I think it's we were talking on um, the preview pod that it's a brilliant opportunity for the club to to get to a semi-final. And who knows, over two legs, what what we would do against whoever we get. But I think you've you've got to see because it's a one-off, not not our game. Like you've you've got to you've got to give you your best chance. I think I was just coming out. We were saying there, if there was one game to lose, it was this one because. Black Blackburn are no threat to Newcastle. We're, yeah. they're, that, it's not as if they've, they've made up any ground on it. Like we're not worried about them. Whereas obviously Forest are probably a team that sort of maybe pushes them out. I mean, again, they're not. Uh-huh. They're not. They're not in our league. But yeah. but for, for an away performance. They were 15th after last night, but again, but, they're but not getting promoted. <laughs> but I mean, but, like so 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 to move it away from but that. But for a personal one, though, I think we obviously we're going to that. We'd, we'd rather see them win win that one, I think. Than yeah, because we're going. But do you think? That is decision not to make any subs until the 84th minute. Well, that was that not was enforced. Really Dummett was enforced. Dummett was enforced, but yeah. Gale wasn't. Well, I would I would have taken a bit of a chop at half time and Perez because yeah. I knew I'm not I'm not fucking Mystic, Mystic Beg, but like I, I just knew you could see the way the game was going. I set aside we're going to get beat from a set piece. We're not going to score with this team that in front of us. Um, by, the, by the way, for listeners, he, he makes these rash like. <laughs> on, on, on 46 every, minutes, he goes, oh, we'll win this 3 0 here. <laughs> I didn't say that. He, he, he does but, this every week. When we're winning the second half, he, he has to take it all back. And, uh, do, do you reckon, Ben, that he's, he's said to that team there, right? Fuck, like, fuck you. He's our, he's our stopper on the pitch. You win it because these yeah. lads need to be fresh for Tuesday and they shouldn't have to pull you out of this shit or mark a mark. Simplifying it a bit. I think a lot of it is as well that it's <laughs> there's, there's players fighting for positions. I think he's trying to give everyone an opportunity to, to, to prove their worth. And I, I think it comes down to the fact that. He, he probably believed that that team was good enough to win that game, and it was just a case of would, would find find a way. Um, and, and he gave them everyone the opportunity to, to go and do it. They didn't do it. They he let was, him down, and I think that'll he was that'll going come back to wild all game oh, on the yeah. touchline. The first the fourth, half, the second half, even, even at the team, he was just he was a not he was not a happy man today yeah. at all Nothing with, with the players. Nothing was seen to be being played the way he wanted it to be played. <laughs> <laughs> Any, no more interviews. Um, everyone's just pointing at three microphones. Um, ah, exactly. I don't think anyone was doing what he had told them to do today. I think there was just a, it's an, an odd game where he's put a few players in. Here's your chance. I want you to do this, and they've not delivered. And he's probably furious, and he probably will get them all a good bollocking for that. Hopefully, and then come Tuesday, the people who either got rested or who, whoever he chooses will come out and, and you know. It's, it's a big week, isn't it? Because if we're, it's not inconceivable that we'll lose Tuesday. Um, well, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, you can, so, I think you're, you're, 
you might have thought it was inconceivable if we had went and you know smashed Blackburn or something they would have been also sort of saying oh we'll go and smash Hull as well I think the, the kind of one thing that we can look back on is that it's maybe a bit of a reality check yes you can sort of say about the, the changes that have been made and I, th and I think it's a combination of things just to kind of answer what you, what you asked Ben as well in as much as that he probably thought that with all the kind of red and raving he was doing on the touchline it would eventually get through to one or two of his players which it didn't he's obviously got Hull in mind so he wanted to ideally probably didn't want to make any changes at all and then he's brought Gale on probably thinking that you know well, he's already, possibly already got beat and he's got the cushion as well of knowing we're five points clear you know kind of ahead of uh, Redden by whatever it is now nine points might still be six points uh, now, six yeah. points now but um so it's probably a combination of those things but i, I do think that like he's obviously looking to hold and for a much better performance but it, it'll even for i mean for the players who did play today and play on tuesday it'll give them a kick up the backside hopefully and just kind of a reality check as much as it can't just coast through games no matter who it's against so hopefully you can come out firing on Tuesday you know no I think it's, it's right that, that's the thing it's, it's, I mean it's never good to lose a game but as, as I've just said before it's probably the one to lose it's a good timing if, if it gets the reaction on Tuesday if we come out yeah. fly, flying out the blocks and, and going put a really good performance in and it's away from home obviously as well so we've, we've been better on, on the road this season so hopefully that, that will be the sort of the kick of the backside we needed okay probably if you're still listening to this it's probably uh, you probably can't hear it because <laughs> of the background noise when we started recording there was no one else around where now all the tables are full I think the more paid we're, uh, we're recording or yeah. we're getting all tickets so just a reminder tickets for the Gotta Get Flags quiz please buy them online I'll post the link come along it's going to be very much like um, the podcast quizzes because I'm going to be <laughs> sorting it out um, is it Rafa that's coming can't say okay um Thanks very much to Luke for coming along. Yes, thanks. Pleasure thanks to meet you. Uh, um, ho hopefully we'll see you in the future. We'll be, we'll be back with you uh, in the car back from Hull, probably about half ten. So we'll try and get out for 11 on Tuesday. Uh, we'll speak to you then. Cheers.